Welcome to Judgment, the ultimate movie ranking podcast. My name is Corey, but before I introduce my cohorts, we got to talk about what we're doing today. We are doing our holiday of horrors, and today we're going to be visiting a Mother's Day classic, Serial Mob. Is it a classic? Had any of us heard of it except for Andrew? We're going to see. Speaking of which, Andrew, how are you? Happy Mother's Day, Corey. How are you? I'm not feeling very maternal today. And and Corey, as always, I love that we have a very long discussion of how we're going to start an episode, and you just throw that away. <laughs> I do whatever that. I want to do. You know you're right, Corey. I'm going to backtrack. Like, I, I don't want to be too long-winded before I bring the gang in. Come on. Corey. Speaking of the gang, I'm going to swing her over to Jill. We gotta, we gotta have Jill. What's going on, Jill? Hey, Corey. What's up? The only mother among. I was us. gonna say, hey, can't do, You're can't welcome. do this one without Jill. Happy Mother's Day, guys. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to you, Mother's Corey. Day, Jill. Uh, finally, last but certainly not. Well, it could be Blaine. Oh, how are you? Wow. <laughs> well, well, well. Oh no. That was kind of rude. You know, you know what? what? You know I'll what? keep you on your toes. If it, if it, if you if it gets you some biting attitude, I think that's great. Oh yeah, Fuck we love you. when you're biting. Thank you. Listen, Can I have this... another. <laughs> Let's get Blaine riled up in the first five seconds. Oh, I'm not so mad now. Not after ha- not after April Fool's Day. I can't have another angry Homer again. Uh... So. Hey. I was gonna actually do a Homer joke a little oh. bit later, but now I feel like I, I, I probably will still. Oh uh, yeah, I was gonna say I'm gonna still wait for it. I hope you didn't erase it, but no, it's uh, still in my head. You'll, you'll know it's coming, or you won't. Good, good. Well, guys, it's a pleasure to be here with all of you on Mother's Day, the yes, day where we uh, all call our mothers, talk to her for an hour about all the friends she's uh, lost this year, and then um, is that what we do? Oh, is that just me? Sorry. <laughs> So you lost Gail yep. and Rhonda and Amanda. Yes, Mom, I do All remember. Dead. Yes, Mom, All I dead. do remember that guy I knew in elementary school. Oh, he died of an overdose. Excellent. All Ooh, right. Yes. Good to know, Mom. Well, I guess we can talk about politics on Thanksgiving. Have a good one. <laughs> and your mom does know Gail, Oprah's friend, right? Oprah's That's friend, the Gail. Same. Corey. Yeah. We've talked Gail about King? This. Corey, we've talked about this. My mother is Oprah. Have I never mentioned oh, that? No, I didn't. Yeah. I've met her and, you know, what a code switch. That's all I'll say. It's, it's, it's the biggest code switch, I'd say. <laughs> At first, I thought you meant, Corey, that you've actually met Oprah. And that's yeah. what you were talking about. And I, was I have actually met Oprah. Yeah. That's great news. Yeah, Corey. Did she you give did. you anything? She gave me nothing. Chlamydia. And it was, Whoa. yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was a big, you know what I keep hearing out there? Mm. This is a tangent. Why do people keep saying nothing burger and thinking that like that's like a really clever thing? It makes mm. me furious in my bones. And it's both sides of the political parties like, oh, one big nothing burger. And they just move on like that's not the dumbest thing anyone's ever said. I've never heard I've that ne- in my life. Never heard that once. Corey, now you're going to hear it everywhere you go. It's going <laughs> to really drive you crazy. Corey, no joke. I've heard it maybe in the last two years more than I've ever heard anything. Uh, so I'm with you on that. And it is lame. I'll give it to you. It's the lamest thing. And I, at first I thought it was just the right saying it. Uh, but no, 
it's it's also people on the left are like going, <laughs> that's one big nothing burger, and I'm like, that's not clever, and it sucks. <laughs> it's it, it's a cheap it's a cheap thrill, um, but I've got to tell you, you're gonna kind of lose it with uh, Blaine and Jill because I told them uh, something about a black comedy before. And they thought I was talking about Big Mama's house. So that was a term they <laughs> did not know. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, well, we're not wrong. It's not, yeah. Well, no. You're not wrong, but that's not what that means. <laughs> it could in some context. By the way, I don't know if the movie studios are saying, all right, we have our dramas this year, our comedies. <laughs> then we have our black comedies. Yeah, and I don't... Then... <laughs> I don't think people like lump together, let's say, Tyler Perry's movies and just give them the black comedy genre. I'm pretty sure that's not what they're lumped together. It's all right. Who knows? Hey, who can who say? Knows? Who can say? If you're an executive with a giant movie um, firm, that's not a word. Um, Corey, we should probably talk about Serial Mom. <laughs> well, would we consider Serial Mom to be a black comedy? I would say, yeah. Uh, in the way that it is referred to as a black comedy by normal people, yes, I agree. It's a black comedy. Yeah. But I typically do not like black comedies because they're so droll. And there was, like, Ben Stiller does a lot of them. Yes, and yes. They're not all good. <laughs> no. are pretty terrible. But I think we also got to acknowledge this is a John Waters movie. So... This is a John Waters movie. Not a Ben Stiller movie at all. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about 1994's Serial Mom, directed by John Waters, the the pencil mustachioed man himself. So thin. The thinnest you've ever seen. <laughs> Have has anyone else like that comment? Has, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're really thin. Um just off just off topic here. Andrews is your favorite John Waters movie. Can can I tell you a fun fact? This is the first John Waters movie I ever saw. Okay. And so my understanding of what a John Waters movie would be was this vibe. So the uh, first time I watched P- the first time I watched Pink Flamingos, I said, yeah. "Oh, okay. Okay. See, that's what I think of when I think of John Waters." And um this was a pleasant uh, separation from the I don't even know how to classify that the, one. That the Waters verse? Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he had a very interesting career. So uh, this is maybe his most tame he's ever been. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. It's insane still. <laughs> oh, it's an insane movie. Uh, but we can talk about more about John Waters as we go along, I suppose. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so this movie is starring. And starring is huge because she's the make or break, Kathleen Turner. I would say, I, at first I was like, oh, this, she's acting really strangely. And then I realized quickly. Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, <laughs> not the, before, before the turn. That opening. Oh, yeah. We'll get, we'll get to it. But I'm like, oh, everyone's horrible right now. This, is this the worst movie I'm ever going to see? Mm-hmm. But then she, it's only, it's, this movie stands on her. It's on her all movies. about her. Yeah. She, yeah. If you watch the first five minutes of this movie, you're like, I don't understand where this is going. And then once she picks up that phone call, yeah. oh, man, the wheels on. are spinning. I love it. So yes. We've also got Sam Waterston, who I love. Um, and Ricky Lake. Sam is, Waterston. Is, 
mm-hmm. is in this. Ricky Lake's definitely in this, we'll say. She is she in is. this. Um, as well as I don't know. Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard of Scream fame. Literally Shag- his first... Shaggy fame. Lesser known Shaggy fame. Uh, Lillard's first movie. Oh, oh I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. You can tell. Yeah, you definitely can. Yes, separated from all of his other stellar performances. That's true. <laughs> you know what? Uh, without a paddle. Your tongue without a paddle is amazing. <laughs> there, trust me, there is someone in this world whose favorite movie is Without a Paddle. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I guarantee I that's the yeah. case. Your brother-in-law. You know what it is? <laughs> I, I know. You know what? He likes a sequel. Oh, there's a second one? <laughs> I don't know who's in it. I don't think any of them returned, but yeah, there's definitely a sequel. Who would? Um, <laughs> but yes. Uh, and oh, okay. So fun fact I found out about this. This might be the first time John Waters works with actual celebrities. Kathleen Turner was by far the biggest movie star he'd ever worked with at this point. Yeah, sure. Uh, and then I was thinking about Sam Waterston. He was kind of a New Yorky actor. He did a lot of Woody Allen movies and like Broadway and stuff like that. But I was like, when did he start Law and Order? So Serial Mom is released in April of 94. His first episode of Law and Order was September of 94. Wow. And he did that show for the next 50 years. Um, Nailed maybe. it. Yeah. <laughs> Waterston. still doing it? Or is he, did he actually? He, is, he came back. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, those residual checks he needed some more of those uh but he's probably been cashing checks off that fucking show for the last 50 years i mean he's doing great (laughs) so big year for waterson big year i mean i i'm I'm curious if uh old sammy knew what movie he was getting into (laughs) you know what he feels like he'd be okay (laughs) i've never seen him in anything like this uh before or since (laughs) then i wanted to direct you to the best television show in movie or movie history the best television show in history grace and frankie where he yeah he uh yeah i didn't get to watch grace and frankie someone watched all of it without me yeah um yep sorry uh he is as close to this character as you'll ever see him is he one of their husbands yes yes okay he's also martin sheen's husband so there's that oh they get married they get married Wait, they get married yeah. in the show. He's okay. he's a gay gentleman. So well, I knew that. I just didn't know they got married. Pretty sure they did. Uh, yeah, the premise of the show is that Martin Sheen was married to. Yeah, I know the premise. He's he, <laughs> oh, the, the two right. husbands. He knows the premise. In love with each other. <laughs> Anyways, we're gonna break down. <laughs> he knows the premise. Of we, all we the don't episodes of Grace. You can move on from Grace and Frankie. <laughs> Pilot episode. They ben find Washington out. was also the father in the titular Man on the Moon. Reese Witherspoon's first movie? Oh, is yeah. that Anything? Jim Carrey as Andy Kaufman? No. Nope. All right. Never mind. I retract. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon's first movie? The Man in the Moon? I'm sorry. Man in the Moon. <laughs> I don't want her coming what? after me, telling me, do you know who I am? Jill, what is the what is the love interest in that? What's his name? Is it Jason? His no. real name? The actor. He's I famous. I have no idea. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> his name in the movie. His name in the movie is Court. The amount of time we gave Man on the Moon, and we don't know anything about it. Hold on, Reese is in. I, I don't think it's fair to say we don't know anything about That's it. Fair I just enough. don't know the love interest name. Yeah. Jill, Jill knows a fair bit. See, Corey stumped her on the first follow up. 
Um, all right. Well, his name is Court, though. Up. Sorry. Court. His name is Court. Court, yeah. Uh, it was played by Jason London. Jason London. I was so close. I said Jason. I just couldn't remember his last name. <laughs> I don't know who that is still. Besides oh, he Court. Was, uh, he was in another big movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Safe play, Corey. Safe play. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Jason London, if we had to break down Jason London's career, uh, I'm I'm trying to think. He definitely did The Man on the Moon. Um, We know that. (laughs) God, I'm trying to think of what else could be his greatest movies. looking at his IMDb. You know what? It's probably... (laughs) His next biggest movie, I'd say, is probably Dazed and Confused. Oh, God. That's it. Yeah. But, I mean, close second, and I mean close second, is Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar. (laughs) That's that. Yes. Uh, he he plays a love interest of sorts in that movie. <laughs> of sorts. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, how could we forget him in two, 2023's Blood Harvest? Ooh. So he he uh, he went to the straight to video style after the after the the mid aughts. It sounds he, like. Here's the worst part: straight to video doesn't even exist anymore. So he went straight to stream. Straight to stream. Mm-hmm. S to S. All right, sh- listen. Probably shit on him long enough. Audience, audience, <laughs> these uh, these filler episodes are we we have a little fun. We're a little loose. Back to our normal programming where where we yeah. uh, we we keep some structure. We have a little fun here. If if I could, every once in a while, Jill looks up and it just makes me laugh. Um, <laughs> uh, you guys know who Frank Paris is? Oh my God, Frank! I'm just. I said the one thing I was going to say, and I'm not going to speak for the rest of the episode. It happens. You say Homer one time, and then that's all you can fucking hear the rest of the episode. Corey asked me for a follow-up, and I didn't have it, and I'm not going to talk anymore. No, it just, I, it sounded like you were a a huge fan of the movie, and I I am a huge fan of the movie. I just don't know the actor's name. I, I, I'm not, I'm not holding your feet to the fire here. I feel like Anthony Andrews because what he's doing with his eyes, they're darting back and forth. It's it's creepy in, in more ways than one. Listen, is, I'm not saying that the movie's a nothing burger, but what I am saying is Jeremy London is a great person, okay? Jason? Yep, Jeremy. <laughs> okay, so 14-year-old Reese Witherspoon. Yes. Mm. A family moves in next door. Young son, Court. No. I'm into it. Go ahead. <laughs> I was loving it. Go ahead. <laughs> anyway, if you want to see Sam Waterston beat the shit out of Reese Witherspoon with a belt, you should watch that movie. I don't know if I could imagine Sam Waterston being aggressive in any way possible. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Wow. Interesting. Well, oh, there we go. I, I, I've known of that movie, and I just don't, I really don't want to watch it now. That, that, that doesn't sound fun to me. Oh, Out Cold. Jason London was in Out Cold. <laughs> That's the one I like. <laughs> and there we go. Uh, shit. <laughs> Green room. Um, <laughs> all right. I don't even remember what episode that was. Uh, it hasn't come out yet. Never mind. <laughs> before uh, we get to uh, before we get to this movie, let's 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 uh, let's give a, a brief overview of it. Here we are. Oh, okay. oh yeah. fuck! We got to do all this. Yeah. Doing. Shit. We shouldn't have right. gotten really drunk before this. <laughs> Serial mom. Beverly Sutpen appears to be an unassuming upper class middle upper middle class housewife living with her dentist husband Eugene and their teenage children Misty and Chip in the suburbs of Baltimore. However, she is secretly a serial killer, murdering those who she perceives to slight her 
and her family or failed to live up to her moral standards. Pretty Jesus. concise. That was the longest one I've mouthful. ever heard. By the way, yeah, IMDb, you that can do was, better. You can do better. That one, <laughs> uh, I, I only reason I did that one was because it said all four names of the family, and I did not write them all down, so I liked <laughs> that I now that they're in my head, they won't, they won't come out of my head. They've already left mine. Misty, Chip, Eugene, and Beverly. Okay, God. Oh, wow. Is that right? That's right. Sorry. You nailed it. That was my... Uh, no. It was... Well, if you want to know my methodology, I was going to say Kathleen Turner, Sam Waterston, Matthew Lillard, and Ricky Lake. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's I still do I feel that. like that's yeah. what we were going to call them. <laughs> that's yeah. safer. I'm, I'm with that method if you want to go there. Why is John Waters so obsessed with Baltimore? Is he from Baltimore? He's from Baltimore. That adds up then. That's <laughs> He loves Jill, the Ravens. Baldwin. Jill, I gotta tell you, I love when you answer your own questions. <laughs> There's a question mark and an answer, and it's both out of your mouth. And I love it. Makes sense. <laughs> Why does he do everything with Baltimore? Is he from Baltimore? <laughs> from Baltimore. That's right, Jill. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, but she nailed it at the end of the day. Thank you. I like when I do that. I do that all the time. <laughs> Ask a question and answer it. I do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> what color is this room? Blue? Every time. <laughs> That's me. That's That's just how you build up your confidence? Probably so. (laughs) Probably so. And then they tell me, sir, can you get out of our daycare? Um. (laughs) Uh, All right. So let's let's do some initial impressions, guys. What did you think of this movie overall? And I'm going to start. I'm going to start with Andrew because Andrew is the one who, who brought this movie to our attention. So lead us off here. Absolutely. Uh, Corey, two thumbs up from me. This is campy, fun, all around. I hadn't seen this movie in years. When we watched it, it was the first time in a while, and I still laughed out loud at a couple of parts. Uh, so, two thumbs up from me. <laughs> up from me. <laughs> yep. Uh, swinging over to Jill, tell us your opinion. I'm going to give this movie a thumb up. Hey. Oh. I really enjoyed this movie. There we go. All right. It was good. Good fun. It's good. It's good fun. Blaine, what do you think? I am also going to go with one thumb up. Oh, it was a good time, but it it got kind of uh, trudgy at some points. Slowed it down a little bit, but yeah. still a good time. Mm. All right. And uh... <laughs> run. <Wrong. laughs> you didn't get upset when she gave it one thumb. <laughs> She's one of these double standards. I didn't give any criticism, though. I just only gave it a thumb. That's true. Yeah, it was all positive what she said. And Jill's been through a lot this week. So. It's the lead up to Mother's Day, so it's been yeah, really hectic she, for her. her ah, yeah, she just made a drink and it didn't taste very good because of the cup. The drink tasted great. I just feel like the rim came off in my mouth, you know? Oh, that is not good. We need to check that rim. <laughs> Rim jobs it's just... not copper anymore. Now it's silver, and that leads me to believe it was never really copper to begin with. Oh, it's copper paint? It might be copper I paint. I guess, but, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, dear, obviously, Jill. I don't think... <laughs> Jill, we might need to take you to the doctor. This is Jill's <laughs> last Mother's Day. Oh, no. Unfortunately. That's not good. That's all bad news. <laughs> um, I don't like that you crossed your fingers when you said that, either. That was a little weird. <laughs> that it's Andrew, not going to be... Oh. <clears throat> Andrew, I'm, I'm with you. Two thumbs up. I was shocked by this movie and awed. Yeah. And listen, 
It's a surprise. It truly yeah. is. Mm-hmm. It was a full-on surprise, and I'll tell you, when a movie can switch me the at, over to it as fast as it switches, that's a win. Because I, I got to tell you, like I said, first five minutes of this movie, I thought it was one of the worst things I've ever seen. <laughs> I was like, this may be the worst movie we've ever watched, and uh, quickly changed my mind. Yeah. Listen, when Beverly Sutton starts saying, hooey, hooey, it's like, okay, where am I? <laughs> I was concerned. I was concerned. <laughs> I forget about this whole opening situation where the police actually come. But yeah, yeah. And and then the switch up is just the switch up. So, well, let's talk about it. So the movie opens with the family at breakfast. And these are some of the worst line readings ever. Now, we're introduced to Ricky Lake, Matthew Lillard, Sam Watterson, and Kathleen Turner. Now, Ricky Lake, famously, we know her as a uh, a talk show host from the 90s. And she's been an actor in a couple things. Uh, Original hairspray. A A couple John Waters things. Um. And uh, was this before Hairspray? This was after Hairspray. This was after Hairspray. I, I've never seen Hairspray. I always hear that she's good in it. She is dog shit in this. <laughs> well, she's not given much to do at all. Uh, every time she's on screen, I'm not a fan. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's harsh. Yeah. Um, listen, she has that asshole boyfriend that walks all over. I don't like that. I kind of feel like she did exactly what she was supposed to do in this movie. I think maybe you just <laughs> you don't know? like the character of well, Misty. Got a real I don't like the character here. of Misty. But it, no, it's, it's just that she's painting everything she's doing with like the biggest brush. There's just no nuance. And I don't know. Did you watch but... this movie? <laughs> Everyone else is like, like what? So there's, there's like Kathleen Turner, full of nuance. Sam Waterston. And Matthew Lillard? <laughs> Matthew Lillard also sucks. I just haven't gotten to him yet. Okay. <laughs> oh, I mean. it's a real Ricky bash. I will say, I think of all the teen actors in this movie, Ricky Lake might be the best. <laughs> yeah. There's not a lot of teen. Are there a lot of teen actors? Well, yeah, there's, there's the Birdie. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's the. That's true. There's the other. For, there's now, the, you want to talk about someone that has nothing to do? Birdie. She. <laughs> her, her main character trait is. Boy or girlfriend of Matthew Lillard. It's <laughs> about it. This is next to nothing. Yeah, I don't know. Um, she just um, she seemed like she uh, she should be like in high school plays instead of this kind of movie. Stick to the talk shows. That's all I'm saying. Not this kind of movie. Yes. I mean, fine, <laughs> cool, <laughs> cool. And I also, but I also think that part a lot of that is based on how, like John Waters must have wanted this opening to feel out of place and completely abnormal and mm-hmm. just because it all it all it's just so odd everything they're saying to each other and it was actions are you know it's almost like accomplished i mean yeah it was like it was like a 1950s tv show like a opening Stepford situation yeah, like a leave it to beaver or something just the perfect family mom situation with the dad by the way there are four of us here how many of you uh Got up in the morning. Your mom made breakfast before your dad went to work. And by the way, also your mom went to work because I, I didn't live in a world where my mother was stay at home. Does it does it count if the breakfast is putting an instant breakfast packet into a glass of milk? Because my mom did that for me every day of elementary school. 
Um, I guess I'll allow it. So, um, then yes, absolutely. If it makes you feel any better, my mother put uh, two Pop-Tarts in the microwave every morning and uh, <laughs> sent me off to school. So, now, Corey, I know you're a little different for the rest of us. How was your mornings? <laughs> we, we have we pretty nice mornings. All right. Oh, my God. I expect nothing I less. Corey had a full less, spread, yeah. took a bite of toast, and said, gotta go, Mom. Uh, I it made all easy. these we had, we had we had simple days where it was like you need to you need to fend for yourself, but yeah, we had some days where stuff was made. It was nice. Okay, all right. Uh, and it was before your stepdad went to work and everything. Um, some well, we we can get into my new show, but he had very <laughs> he had very different hours when I was a child versus what when were their schedules? Careers. <laughs> <Tell> <laughs> What was your favorite he was like more dish? Of a, he was definitely more of like a 6 a.m. hours when I was younger. And he got they got a little bit more like 8 when he, when I was getting a little older. There you go. If that helps. All right. Mm. And Blaine, what about you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh... All right. Well, now that that's covered, we can probably get back to the movie. Um... <laughs> I couldn't tell you, honestly. A can of beans heated up over a trash can fire right. in your living room. Like... <laughs> We would uh, push in the cigarette lighter, get it hot. And... I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think I ate breakfast until uh, maybe high school. I think there was just a long time. Yeah, I mean, where we, I was skip, like... we skip breakfast a lot, too. Come on. I'm not like the Corey, child. Corey. Okay, Beaver. <laughs> don't backtrack, Corey. <laughs> don't do that. Don't try and be cool in front of the you're kids. Putting all, you're putting all this on me. You're, you're, this is Corey with his happy brain. family. What a fucking nothing burger. <laughs> It's a good drop. It's a good drop. Blaine ate for breakfast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was eating a lot of nothing. Yeah, Blaine ate a bunch of nothing burgers for breakfast. More nothing burger at lunch. Uh... Happy Mother's Day, moms. Um, Thanks, moms, for all of you. I guess, like, I think we're putting out, like, so Blaine, would you say that that it was an unhappy home, or (laughs) would you say it was something else? Oh, there he is. He's working in the Homer gym. You piece of shit. It was over a month ago. We gotta let it go. We gotta let it go. It's but, not my fault. You motherfuckers. Bunch of unathletic pieces of shit. I'm just wow. kidding. I'm just kidding. Wow. I'm just kidding. That was a lot. We, wow. Jill and I have done athletics. Jill more than I, I think yeah. both of us. We've done athletics. <laughs> Yeah, that's how I said it. That's how I said it, and I stand by it. Andrew, I don't know. Can I press the rewind button on that? I love that. Jill and I have done athletics. (laughs) Said by it. Hmm. No defense. None. None. Corey, you and I have played tennis together. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. a lot of times. You've never so much yeah, as picked a up a time. t-ball. Oh, Matter of fact, life. I don't know if you played tennis with anyone else. <laughs> but that's cool. That's cool. I played tennis on the tennis team. That's a lot of people. <laughs> so anyway, back to this movie. After the just awful opening scene, according to me, and it's okay if you don't agree, we have some police detectives arrive, and essentially they uh, they think that perhaps uh, some something some. <laughs> Go ahead. Fine. Sorry, it's fine. 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 
<laughs> I think that Beverly very well could be behind some slanderous behavior. Uh, essentially, a character named Dottie Hinkins is getting these phone calls, these prank phone calls, and someone is just cursing her out with some of the worst language she's ever heard. And frankly, we've ever heard. <laughs> yep. The great uh, character Dottie Hinkle, uh, played by John Waters' regular Mink Stoll. Mink. Wow. That's her name? That's her real Stoll. name. Well, name. that is the name she has used in all of her acting career. I... Oh, my God. This bitch had the thinnest hair I've ever seen in but my life. But it was curled within an inch of its life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's Stoll. The characters uh, of Dottie and Rosemary are, are they're special. And similar to how I felt about Ricky Lake, I believe the the actor playing Rosemary is just <laughs> I, I, let I me tell you stand her. That never has there been a more hated character. Ooh, and she, she makes me want yeah. to jump off my roof. Uh, Rosemary oh, is the worthless. kind of neighbor that I might have killed. Um, and worst of all, the bitch don't recycle. Ugh. No, uh, not a, not only does she not recycle, she just throws her trash every fucking way. <laughs> There was absolutely She's no rhyme or reason to Rosemary. A miserable human being. Uh, anyway, Beverly sh- shrugs off the the, uh, the the detectives. Really, they don't have much to go on. They're just interviewing all the neighbors. Uh, and we're led to believe that uh, this is crazy. Why, why on earth would they be coming to talk to Beverly about this? But Why would anybody harass poor Daddy <laughs> Hinkle? Almost immediately. After everyone leaves the house, she runs up to her bedroom, gets on the phone, and this movie takes a wild left turn. Just 90 degree. And in this scene, you can tell Kathleen Turner is having a great time. A ball. Yeah. (laughs) Fantastic. Is this one, two, three, pussy way? (laughs) Uh, What I want to know... Is how did Dottie not know it was Kathleen Turner? She has well, the most distinctive voice of voice. all time. The best part is she hangs up and calls back and pretends to be somebody else, but doesn't really change her voice. <laughs> it's pretty similar. Yeah. yeah. And it's really that second voice is very similar to, to Beverly's actual voice. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um Ka- Kathleen Turner's definitely putting on a very deep, honestly late Kathleen Turner voice. <laughs> a modern Kathleen Turner. Yeah, a modern yeah. Kathleen Turner voice. Yeah, those two packs a day really got to it by this time. Oh, yeah. Um, but love uh, every second of it. Love the yeah. Turner. That's when I was kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm in now. I'm, I'll, I will, I will. I am I'm on riding board. Along. Yeah, I, I get it. I'm on board for this. And my favorite. Uh, go, ahead. go ahead, yeah. Well, well I was going to say that the only reason she's doing this is because Dottie... <laughs> It took a parking spot from her at the grocery store. That's the only reason she's doing yep. this. And never has there been a better rationale for wanting to harass someone. <laughs> I get it, Beverly. Totally get it. Been there. Oh, I'm the only one. All right. Uh, hey. hey. <laughs> no, I, I love the pettiness that Beverly's just like, this bitch stole my parking space. I'm going to harass her every day of her life. Every day. I'm excited about it, too. Yeah. <laughs> I am happy to do it can i just say my my favorite line maybe at least from this part of this movie is when she's acting like the phone operator and she gets Dottie hinkle to say well she called me a cocksucker and she said listen to your mouth you filthy whore (laughs) (laughs) it's such a great comeback (sighs) 
she's she's born insane and we come to find out that she's extremely insane uh, yeah. as the movie gets further and further yeah but um one thing i forgot to mention but it, it needs to be stated was that sam watterson is obsessed with the death penalty and we get our first <laughs> clip of it when the detectives are just talking about someone who's making prank phone calls and he goes they should get the death penalty. <laughs> Isn't that what they're talking about? I was yeah. like, Sam, no, I don't think so. Pretty, we can start a little lower. Yeah. Punishment does not fit the crime. <laughs> but the best part, the lead up to this, once you know what the movie's about, and you rewatch this beginning, when she's doing the stupid bird calls, and Sam Waterston reads the note, and Chip's like, can I see it? And he's like, no, this is adult business, son. <laughs> I love that part, too. <laughs> So a little backstory uh, for the characters, just so we know. Chip is a horror buff. He and his girlfriend, what was her name? Birdie. Is that what? Birdie. Name? Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I, you know, it'd be easier to remember if she did uh, anything. So yeah. yeah. Uh, she's she's got what is the actor? Is it Mary Stuart Masterson? Is that from? There was a movie where she was like the tomboy love triangle with what's her face from Back uh-huh. to the Future. Uh, some kind of wonderful. Yes, yeah. some kind of wonderful. She's giving that kind of vibe, sort of, kind of. Yeah, sort of, kind of. I get what you're saying. Um, just maybe not good as an actress. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then we can't forget Scotty. Scotty and... is their friend. What is he from? He's been, he's been in a few things. Susie Q. Really? Susie Q. He wasn't Susie. That's right. Can I tell you what my pull for that actor is? Joe, maybe you could join me. Uh, he played adult Andy Barkley in Child's Play Part yes, 3. I yeah. did know that one. The military yeah. school one. He sure did. And couldn't tell you anything else he was in. I couldn't. I believe he's in Susie Q. I'm I devastated that Susie Q is not on Disney+. Plus. How is it not on Disney? It's a Disney movie. Is it? They weird. They yeah. weird about some of those. There was like, there was a movie about Will Friedle. My date with the president's daughter. No, no, the one where he yeah, was like a demon. He was like a double hockey stick. H double hockey sticks is not on Disney Plus. That movie's it's, amazing. It's a banger. <laughs> Matthew Lawrence is in that movie. They put him in that movie. They did. Wow. With Will Friedle. I don't know if we were talking about Matthew Lawrence. On mic or off mic? It was an off, off mic. mic. Off mic. <laughs> but I'm bringing it on. It's yeah. totally now fine. on mic. <laughs> the sad part is when you. <laughs> oh, it's a long story. Um... <laughs> sad. Corey was doing. Uh, Corey. <laughs> yeah, Corey was doing some research on him, and uh, we were talking. About you brought them up, <laughs> not me. <laughs> I meant to say Blaine was doing research on him, but your name came out. Sorry. That's fine. I, I ran mean, with it. We all, yep. we all kind of did our own little research segment on the, on the Lawrence Brothers. Hey, except for me. We all love the Lawrence Brothers, guys. Well, you Except should... for that youngest one. Mm. That's what I said, but I didn't disagree. <laughs> I have any right. thoughts about him. Um, Ew. Ew. <laughs> well, if you're very interested in them and their career, you can listen to their podcast. I think it's called the Brotherly Love Podcast. That adds up. Yep. That one thing we all did together 30 years ago, let's talk about it. And well, they I'm probably they talk have... about their own things, too. <laughs> and they all have more fans than we have on our podcast. Yeah, of course they do. But ours They're is famous. better. Mm-hmm. Ours is better. Thank you, Jill. Ours is That's better. Right. Ours is better. 
I don't like what you just did. <laughs> um, you know, you know why? That was a hate crime. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, right, so, so we got about, Scotty. Uh, the next scene. <laughs> yeah, Scotty doesn't wear a seatbelt, which leads to a funny scene where Beverly calls him out to the cops, and <laughs> it's great too. And Nobody? we also meet we meet Misty's boyfriend, whose name is shit. Oh, great point. What was his name? Mitch? Carl. 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 <laughs> the Booker <of> Carl. <laughs> All right. His name is Carl. Carl's a dickhead, right off the bat. Um, he uh is loud, drives a big drives a big car, and he's uh, not very polite. So we know that he's gonna probably mess with Misty. And that sucks. Well, it, I think Misty also has a line where she says, Carl says if I lose enough weight, he can take me to the That's beach. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Like, Jesus, bad, Misty. He's bad from, bad from the start. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. My phone made talk. Um, <laughs> so the next big thing. really upset about talk? that. My phone made that talk. Line. Um, <laughs> oh, dear. He said what? <laughs> Uh, anyway, all right. The next big thing that happens <laughs> is the PTA, the PTA meeting. Let's talk about that. So, uh, Paul Stubbins is the is Chip's math teacher, and hates horror with a passion, and basically blames Beverly that Chip likes horror so much that he's drawing inappropriate things in class. Wrong person to bring this up to, sir. Yeah, um, and uh, honestly, he was coming on hotter than anything I've ever seen. I was like. Hey, cool oh it, yeah, cool it just a little bit. You're really, you're really making a lot of assumptions here, dude. Well, the lady he talks, the mother he talks to right before, she was, was like, crying. I'm, <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's like, he, he studies every night, and he, Mr. Stebbins was like, well, some people just aren't college material. Have a good day. This is just stupid. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Sir, you teach at a public school. You're gonna have to lower your standards mm-hmm. a little bit. And he's also just the math teacher. It's not like he's the guidance counselor or anything, or has any no. control. <laughs> And no one's like, hey, Chip, math. <laughs> Chip wants to get his PhD in mathematics. No one's mentioned that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> he could be really good so, at spelling. You, yeah. You know, so Beverly, Chip won all the spelling bees. I know that. How do you know that? <laughs> oh, you, oh, was that? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> God bless you for taking notes, Corey. Oh. So, anyway, so, the next anyway, so <laughs> Beverly Beverly uh, oh, kills Chip Stubbins with her car, runs him over, kills sure him. Our first murder. Backs. Well, not our first murder. She kills a fly earlier. Uh, but uh, by the way, the it's the, the fly is great because of course John Waters wants to put his name right at that with the dead bloody fly. I love that. Yeah, of course he does. I mean. I would say that it's sort of implied that she's done this before. This can't be her first time. And if it is, cool, I guess. But it seems yeah. like she has she she kind of goes into a multiple personality thing right before she kills someone. So this probably she's probably done countless murders at this point. Or I mean it could be her first and we witness history if that's the case. This was my thought that well, it was her first. I feel like she hit her breaking point and escalated from phone calls to murders that's probably true also because she's very sloppy and she gets caught relatively quick in the grand scheme of things yeah. <laughs> she's <laughs> one thing you can't say about beverly is she can get away from a fucking cop um i know that <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah I, i'm with jill i think she 
and and let's all keep in mind this is a John Waters movie, so if you're looking for context and plot points, it's gonna be rough. But I think she kind of uh, admired serial killers from afar, and this was uh, her first kill. Now, did this movie take a right turn or a left turn, whatever you want to say, uh, when you saw this dead body of this man? Uh, I I was already well yeah. well in the turning lane. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Like the... Signal was on. Yeah. We were there. <laughs> She, uh, I would say hit him with the car and then backed up over him. I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not not just the the phone call, but there was the scene earlier where she goes to wake Chip up. I don't know if you remember this, where she's like, yes, <laughs> she, the most maniacal way to wake up a son I've ever seen. I was like, all right, I'm I'm enjoying myself now. Mm-hmm. Just screams in Chip's ear when he wakes up. <laughs> ah! Yeah, I mean, she looks like she's about to murder, him, and then she just completely switches. It's great. So um, then, go ahead, please. No, I was going to say, and then we kind of get back to uh, the house, and <laughs> Rosemary, the nosy asshole that she is, runs over. By the way, I know we've talked about neighbors that just walk into your home. Ugh. But Rosemary just opens the door, comes in, and tells everybody that Mr. Stubbins has been murdered. And they sure. all run to the TV, and... Uh, there's apparently a witness to Beverly doing this. Um, a stoner. A stoner. Um, and I got to say, the most my mother shining through in this movie was uh, when the stoner is talking on TV and she's giving this wild description of how this man was killed. And Beverly just looks at the TV and goes, oh, look at her hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most my mom coming through. <laughs> It could be anything on TV, and my mom would just be like, Ugh, why is she dressed like that? Ugh. <laughs> it's like, okay, mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, so it's it's kind of shortly after this, too. I'm just, you know, we can speeding things along a little bit. But Rosemary is perhaps starting to suspect Beverly a little bit, as is Dottie. Uh, and they uh, they meet in her drawing room, and... Beverly decides to just outright uh, admit, sort of, to Dottie that it's her, and she mentions pussy willows. I love that. And her part. mentioning her mentioning pussy willows is enough for Dottie to go. She just said pussy. Are <laughs> those know, I, pussy willows, Rosemary? <laughs> <laughs> the way it's that smoky it's a, voice, <laughs> yeah. saying pussy willow. What did you say? Pussy willows, Dottie. <laughs> love uh, that. And then, she, and then she does some. Pro-level gaslighting to Dottie Ash if she breaks one of uh, one of Rosemary. Was it one of Ro- Rosemary's Franklin Mint things, or was yeah. it just a... Yeah, it was Rosemary's okay. Franklin Mint Fabergé eggs, which it is... It was one of her Franklin Mints, yeah. Honestly, in the campiness that is John Waters, that is the biggest trademark. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's yeah. my Franklin Mint. <laughs> and we talked about Franklin Mint for a while because, as it turns out, Misty has been stood up by Carl. And so Beverly decides on a whim to take Rosemary to the, is it a Rose Bowl swap meet <laughs> where Misty is doing her thing? I think Apparently this is she the, has a, she has a stand in, at the swap meet. This might've been the first movie where I found out what a swap meet was. And that's I've the only fact the I got for you. I've heard yeah. the term quite a bit. And I, I just always, I, I assumed they were like flea markets. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so yeah, 
She blames uh, Dottie for breaking the Franklin Mint egg. And then she says, let's go down to the swap meet. I, there's a whole section of Franklin Mints there. Yeah. And leaving Dottie behind to just, like, kind of lose it a little bit. Yeah. It's but her. She's really, set, she's really setting up her own guilt at every stage. Oh, I mean, she gave herself up right there that it's been her. Um, uh, I do want to bring up, I know we talked about Rosemary not being very good at recycling. Those two trash men in this movie oh, yeah. uh, are one of the biggest highlights for me. Just how angry they are at Rosemary for <laughs> <Yeah>. not recycling. <laughs> so much to kill her. When he says, you know, somebody ought to kill her. <laughs> I laughed out loud. <laughs> And the other, say that. the other dude's just like, but she's not worried about the national budget. <laughs> just so good. I love those two guys. I can't and, remember what their names are. Uh, they, had like, they had like fun names, but I mean, it doesn't really matter. And they love Beverly. And they also they help her. her out later on in the movie. She's a great recycler. And yeah, they, they, they give her a hand. Mm-hmm. All right. That's me again, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Keep, I, I, blame, our toes. I blame IMDb. <laughs> I did not start that. You know, everybody's got their problems. <laughs> Thank you, Jill. Thank you, Jill. So we go to the Rose Bowl swap meet, or just a regular swap meet, and uh, Rosemary finds a Faberge egg, but it's overpriced, and she doesn't like it. Blah blah blah. Uh, I don't mean to keep there. interrupting you, Corey, but why do you think it's the Rose Bowl swap meet? That's just because it's always uh, whenever I heard swap meet, uh, I heard Rose Bowl swap meet is like the big one, the the most the the famous one. <laughs> I don't know. All I do know is that Rosemary, instead of buying the Fabergé egg, buys a fire poker. Yeah, because <laughs> that's the natural backup on. to a Fabergé egg. This is true. She does do that. <laughs> Which you know, Rosemary is an asshole. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm this guy selling Franklin Mint shit for $60. Who would pay that? I really have lost my place. You derailed <laughs> me so hard there, Andrew. Andrew? Uh, <laughs> no, when he was like, he's like, why would both want me? All right, anyway. You know, if you were so, more athletic, we could stay on track. You know what? Yeah, I think seriously. Right. I know all you unathletic fucks, I mean, I'm to keep on track. <laughs> so Carl is there at the swap meet as well. Probably knowing Misty's there. But who is he with? None other than his new date, fucking Tracy Lords, who at this point would have been right off her previous career as a porn star. Mm-hmm. Yes. And John Waters, of course, would, would know that and love that. And she was also in Crybaby, right? Boy, that's a great question, Corey. I think, yes, she was. Because I was trying so hard to figure out what the hell I knew her from. And I don't think it's porn. Mm-hmm. You don't no. think. I don't, because I, mean, I'm, I don't know for sure. I also don't th- the the story behind her is that you cannot watch any of those porns anymore because she was well underage when she filmed them. Oh my Wowzer. God. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yikes. Fun. Yeah. By so, the way, in case anybody's wondering, the two garbage men are named Gus and Sloppy. So Gus Sloppy. sloppy. I knew one of them had a fun sloppy name. Sloppy Gus. Uh, he is a sloppy Gus. Uh, so, oh, go ahead, Andrew. Yeah, let's take Corey off track a little bit more. So at the swap meet, Tracy Lords is there. <laughs> and uh, continue. Yeah. <laughs> so Tracy Lords is there with Ricky Lake's uh, ex-boyfriend at this point. Uh, he has been cheating on our good friend Misty. 
And so Beverly, well, she gets a little bit of a wild hair at the swap meet and takes old Rosemary's fireplace poker and she stabs it in Carl's back in the bathroom. Yep. And he drowns also sort of in the urinal. Yeah, he does. He does. And uh, And, will she pull out his spleen or something that's on the end of the fire poker? I don't know. (laughs) Jesus. But what's so great is she's grossed out by it. She's like, oh. Yeah, she's a little bit. Well, she also steps on a bit of his his organs. Yeah, she does. (laughs) Slips, Slips on him. And one of my favorite moments of the movie is a man comes in eating a kebab into the bathroom and does the ah real monsters scream. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. 100% that scream. True that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh man. Yeah. So we get that, the big scream. That, what is the what is the Wilhelm? The Wilhelm scream and that scream whenever I hear movies is just it brings a smile to my face cuz mm-hmm. I love that they're still used today. And why wouldn't John Waters use it? You know, he had he was wanting to use that for a while. So they find Carl's body quick, obviously, because this guy screams to the top of his lungs. And I love the next thing is Tracy Lord's character is mourning, but then immediately puts on the fuck me eyes. Yeah. <laughs> to the detective. To the one detective. Uh, to the, that the one detective who is younger than one of the detectives, <laughs> I guess. So all the girls are into him. Yeah, he's younger. Um and can we also mention the weirdo in the bathroom stall whose only character trait is he loves writing dirty things on the bathroom oh yeah well he's also kind of a peeping tom sort of thing oh he's a weirdo for sure yeah he's just weird across the board he's got kinks Mm -hmm. let's not shame him yeah well we certainly sort of do later (laughs) so um the next kind of bit after this is, well, I'll, I'll kind of jump back and forth, but Sam Watterson is finding a bunch of serial killer memorabilia because it turns out that Beverly is pals with Ted Bundy. <laughs> yeah. Just, just out of, you know, I don't know. Also, Richard Speck sends her letters. Yeah. Uh, so she's sort of kind of been at a little bit of this for a while. She's reading books about killing and she's she's just just she's obsessed yeah um and by the way john waters does the voice of ted bundy in that scene i did not know that that's john waters it's lonely (laughs) on death row uh and also the same time Dottie and rosemary start to tell the detectives their full suspicions rosemary after finding blood on the iron and Dottie talking about how uh well, that she basically confessed with her voice. And she says, my favorite, my favorite line, we're not doing lines in the incident, it doesn't matter, but she, she that's her repeating. She says, pussy, that's what she said to me. <laughs> pussy Willow. <laughs> and that's uh, the finest acting she's probably ever done. Oh, you leave Meek Stoll alone. She's been doing it a Mick long Stoll. time. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe her name is Meek Stoll. Uh, she's been um, in everything he ever did, starting with Pink Flamingos. So. Good for old Meek. <laughs> Yeah. Meek stole. So, Scotty, our friend of Chips, is suspicious that Beverly's behind all these all these murders and these crazy things. And he gets written off quickly by Chip, but Chip brings it up at the dinner table. And Beverly immediately just says, 
Why not? I'm going to go to the kitchen real quick and just gets in the car and drives away. <laughs> drives away. <laughs> the most I'll be right back. suspicious thing I've ever seen. They all think she's going to go kill Scotty, but it actually happens that she's trying to go kill the Sterners, who all they've really done is just called Eugene on his day off to come help him with the dental issue. They're scumbags. Ugh. But uh, <laughs> that's really and disgusting. They're both gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so she arrives at her house, and first of all, they're eating chicken. And that may be the most rosemary I've ever seen on chicken ever. It oh. was literally. But we have a character guy, named Rosemary, so that threw me off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that. No, actual the herb. But. Ralph Sterner is giving fucking Denethor a run for his money. The most, the Ugh. grossest eating I've ever seen on camera. Now, Jill, you remember when Denethor <laughs> ate on yeah. camera, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I know exactly what you're talking about. Happy Mother's Day, I Jill. think we've actually um, talked about it a little bit. We have. We've referenced it. We've referenced it. So, anyway, it's they're Lord uh, of the Rings. Point. Sorry. Yeah, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings are over. Sorry, Jill. By the way, again, John Waters just making everything disgusting he can. These people with a close-up on them destroying a chicken. Ugh. Oh, just wildly eating that chicken. Just <laughs> mm-hmm. mouth open, chewing, of course. And Beverly has an affinity for birds, so this makes her even madder. I gotta tell you, when I was younger, I remember watching this movie and thinking that, in my mind somehow, that they ate her favorite bird. <laughs> 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 oh no it's just because she has a flashback of that bird i'm like there's no way these two weirdos caught that poor bird and ate it <laughs> they ate a bird <laughs> fuck you beverly we're gonna eat it does seem odd because she seems like she would serve a turkey on thanksgiving you know she she's definitely serving turkey i believe that night before she ran out of the house she made a meatloaf so <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, that's not a bird. Well, it is where we were going. You know Flying what? cows, you never know. You know what? You're right. I, I, for some reason, I thought we were talking about meat, and that's my bad. So she she might love cows. We don't you, you know, we don't know for sure. We don't she know. She does deal. love birds. It, I mean, look, do they have cows in Baltimore? Probably, but we don't know. She goes cow watching. I will say I've never heard of a bird watcher who, who watches chickens. I don't think that that's part of the. <laughs> it might be, <laughs> and you know, at the end of the day, this is John Waters' movie. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, so all right. So the first person she kills, does she kill? Uh, does she kill her first? Does she kill Betty first? She kills yeah. Betty first. She kills Betty with some scissors that she happened to have that were Rosemary scissors. Mm-hmm. So she's trying to maybe pin some of these murders on Rosemary, but she gets a surprise assist from a mouse that just happens to be in the closet. That's so weird. Shooting on her ankle. <laughs> that mouse was munching on her ankle, too. So All the I, time I, while her husband is downstairs, again, grossly eating cake. Um, eating uh, two enormous <laughs> cuts of cake. <laughs> Stuffing his fucking mouth to bits. I couldn't believe how much cake he was eating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just ate a whole chicken. He was eating almost <laughs> half of that cake. Yep. Mind you, after he had the worst pain apparently of his life from you know from it from well, dental pain, a root canal. Yeah, and was told not to eat things like this, and he's just a fucking asshole. By the way, for anyone out there, if you call a dentist in on a his day off, 
just know that's going to be the worst fucking dental visit you ever had. Oh, yeah. It's not going to be comfortable, and you don't deserve it to be. No. Let's be honest. Dentists are sadists anyway, so don't give them a reason. I'm trying to imagine having my dentist's home phone number. I don't want it. No. <laughs> don't you dare. <laughs> so uh, so he hears the commotion. Uh, she starts chasing him and fucking kills him with a a window air conditioner. Just perfectly. Yes. Which is good. She's getting, she's she's getting good. lucky a lot. She's, she's good. Great. We can't disregard her impeccable ability to throw fucking scissors either because she does some oh, yeah. great stunts with that. Oh, she's throwing, she's I'm going to say that everything was, was luck. I agree with it's you luck. on that one, Corey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's definitely luck. <laughs> Meanwhile, the whole family thinks, again, that she's still trying to kill Scotty. So they arrive at Scotty's house and he is masturbating to... One of the, the least sexy pornos I've ever. <laughs> I I don't understand what he's, he's even looking at. Apparently, um, <laughs> I can just imagine John Waters combing through all '60s era porno and was like, "This is the one. This is the one we're gonna this, put. This, <laughs> this is it right here. This is the. This one. seems weird enough for me to put my name next to it. All right, we'll do that. Well, because earlier, while Birdie and Chip are watching a horror movie, Scotty goes. Let's watch some porn. (laughs) No, no, it's even the line's actually even grosser. It's uh, let's watch some pussy. That's right. Yeah. So hey, hey, bud, that's not the vibe. (laughs) No, 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 no. With both of us? No, thank you, Scotty. We're We're not going to do that, bud. So Scotty sucks. He's 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 a gross little weirdo. Mm -hmm. Um, basically everyone that she kills does kind of suck. There's no denying it. There's no nice people she kills. It's true. We Except also got maybe, a... maybe one. <laughs> we'll get to her. Maybe, maybe one. And one yeah. would argue she did absolutely nothing wrong. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, I would also like to add that while she's uh, driving, uh, uh, Beverly <laughs> escapes a police chase while jamming yeah. the fuck out to Barry Manilow's Daybreak. I loved it. I loved, I loved it. it too. Now, Jill, you've always told me that Daybreak is your favorite Barry Manilow song. They all are, really. Got it. <laughs> I just keep they were all my songs. Barry Manilow in the background, just all I, day. I know, I know, I know you. All day. You and Money Penny love some Barry Manilow records. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, bringing in, bring in the Bond stuff. Man. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, <laughs> love it. All right, so. Everyone knows it's Beverly at this point. The whole town knows. Uh, but the family still decides to go to church the next day, and Beverly <laughs> is acting like it's all hooey. It's it's nonsense. What are they even talking about? And actually, you kind of believe her and maybe think she is like having some sort of multiple disassociation personality disorder, which uh, whichever it may be. can't remember the difference. What whichever. They Did they just change it to disasso- disassociative personality disorder? I don't know. Let's get into it. Yeah, so <laughs> let's see. When I went to college, we called it um, Sybil disease um, from the Sally Field movie. Sybil disease. <laughs> the John Wayne disease. That's all Sybil disease if I've ever seen it. <laughs> Again, an off mic conversation. <laughs> I forgot that was also off mic. Um, oh, anyway, so yeah, Beverly gets in the car to go to church. And at least 20 police cars are behind her, which is a hilarious shot. I love that. Why? It's great. Why did they not just arrest her? 
they were waiting for fingerprints to come back on the scissors. They had to get approval. And once again, I I'm it's sad that I know that small little detail in a movie where <laughs> no, they said it. They yeah. they're by the book and they had to wait outside really? for the for the for the order to come in. Mm-hmm. They said it. Mm. I'm not sure they have and then when it does come in, I'm not sure they, they have creep. to wait for that kind of stuff. Oh no, right. you're not wrong. <laughs> you okay, can just Mr. get that Lawyer. stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, she could definitely be arrested, and they can get that stuff, and then they can formally charge her. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, it's but, kind of you know, it is yeah, what, what it is. Hey, what do I know? Let her go to church. Let her go to a fucking church. Um, and so they creep in the church. They don't just they they let the church kind of happen, and they just kind of kind of slowly creep in. <laughs> but don't go straight to her yet. We gotta wait until we get the full. The uh, I don't know panic for 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 us to have her out in the open. I don't know why they're creeping. No, no, she. This also was another part that made me laugh out loud. She sneezes on a baby and snot gets <laughs> on the baby, yeah. and the mother screams at this, which right, just right. made me laugh After so the fact, loud. Yeah. <laughs> my my question is, why didn't they just walk in the church and go straight up to her and arrest her? Why were they creeping like they were they were? Still trying to like be inconspicuous. Well, listen, they were that Beverly for her to sneeze on a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta wait for her to assault a baby. <laughs> and listen, she's very sneaky. She evaded a cop the night before. What? What can you do? Look, let's well, get Joan I mean, on she's... the phone. Just ask him some questions. Sadly, I guarantee he'd do this show. We <laughs> probably should reach out. <laughs> uh, Honestly. I mean, and and that way you're right because she escapes again. Mm-hmm. This time though, with the help of her kids. Yes. With, Who well, all... with the help of Birdie and Chip, not well, sort of Misty. Misty's around. Well, they steal Scotty's car to uh, escape the police, and then they go work. Then they go to their video store. Where they the video at. store. They hide her in the. I, I'm assuming the adult section has like a little secret doorway. I don't know. I mean, I. I loved this video store. By the way, fun fact, this was uh, actually uh, John Waters' personal video store he went to in Baltimore. They let him film there. Well, it's Baltimore, a, so. Fair enough, a, Jill. <laughs> that, did, that did look like a fake video store, so I'm actually surprised it was real, because it was, like, floor to ceiling. <laughs> yeah. Just everywhere you saw were videotapes. I was like, that's not real. That, now, that was like, <laughs> yeah, and Corey, this... This is the scene where maybe my favorite line yeah. I've heard in a very long time. Sure. So we have a cust- we have a customer <laughs> by the name of Amy Lou Jensen comes in to return a tape. And she did not rewind that tape. And this time Chip is not not allowing it. We really have a real a real subplot here. Yes. And uh what was the tape, Andrew? If you <laughs> Listen, as we've talked about before. Jill's favorite movie, Ghost Dad, um, <laughs> starring Dr. Bill Cosby. Doctor, thank you. Yes. Good. I give him the respect he needs. <laughs> it's a judgment policy that we don't believe anything that happened to Mr. Cosby. We think all... That's, one, oh, that's wow. Not, yeah. We believe that all 120 women are lying. Um, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> And in case anyone's wondering, we will not be doing Ghost Dad for Father's Day. Um, <laughs> no, we will not. <laughs> Absolutely will not be doing that. Oh, um, no. But yeah. Although, what a funny idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I here's oh, you know what? Shit. Here's the thing. I can't imagine anyone is distributing that movie, even just streaming. I can't imagine that. Of course they still play all the Weinstein's movies, so who the fuck am I? <laughs> wow, yeah, that's true. There's too many of them. He's getting yeah. If he's not in it, you can play it. <laughs> that's the rule. That's the rule. Maybe they should do a Kevin Spacey swap with all of the Bill Cosby movies. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. I'm gonna digress and say Christopher Plummer. As a child of the '90s, I get it. If I were to a video store and people weren't rewinding, and I had to go back and rewind all these videotapes, oh hell no, no. I'm with you on that. Do you know how much work that probably added to them? Yeah, absolutely. And rewind, nobody, like the gentlemen. We're talking thousands, perhaps of, of, of probably not thousands, but hundreds. Of movie videos, of videos a day. Well, in and Andrew's I would, case, I would say high hundreds. Yeah. You definitely rented a lot. Yeah, this is true. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm with you, Jill. I would be ferociously pissed, especially this lady who's a giant asshole. I don't mean. Yeah, I mean she wants and, to rent Annie for fuck's sake. Come on. Yeah. Well, and and with a line that really does not stand the test of time. She says, I just love those Bill Cosby pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if nothing else, John Waters knew what was going to happen later on. I'm, just, I'm saying, I feel like on some level, he saw this He's coming. He, he saw it coming. But what's funny oh. is, is that, it, I guess looking in 90s context, it's like, oh, if you watch Bill Cosby movies, you're lame. You know, because he was already on his... Pull your pants up. Don't listen to rap music bullshit. And so I guess in John Waters' mind, he's like, this fucking loser. You're not the king of filth. I am. Turned out to be wrong. Oh, no. So wrong. Yeah, so wrong. <laughs> One thing you say about John Waters, uh, as of uh, Mother's Day 2023, he doesn't have any uh, Bill Cosby accusations. <laughs> so <laughs> little asterisk there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> John Waters, not accused of sex crimes. Nope, nope. Because if you saw him, you'd think maybe. (laughs) I mean, just look. He looks like he should have quite a rap sheet. But John Waters is maybe one of the most interesting people. If you ever watch like YouTube clips of him or anything, he's very funny. He's very gay, and he. He has a very particular sense of style and taste. Like, uh, I watched something on him, and they said, I love John because every year I get a Christmas card from him, and the Christmas card will say Merry Christmas, and the front of the card is a murder scene. <laughs> and in the and then in the card, he just writes, from mine and yours, Merry Christmas. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So John Waters is a interesting guy. My favorite thing he ever said was... Uh, Ladies, uh, if you ever go home with a man and he doesn't have any books on the shelves, don't fuck him. My favorite line from John Waters. That's a fun one. Thank you. Thank you. John Waters is a little bit of a maniac, it seems. Uh, yeah. Well, Corey, I mean, you've seen Pink Flamingos as I have, so. Um, so. Oh, we're back to the movie. On. Okay. We're moving. Okay. Beverly hears Amy Lou talking, and she calls... She calls Chip the son of a psycho, Ugh. just because he tells her she has to rewind. He has to pay. She has to pay because he has to rewind the movie. She's a bitch, and she rents Annie, 
which I love. I mean, I do love Annie. Great choice, Annie. And we'll get into the scene, but a, a summary of this scene is is this: dog licking feet, and she gets beat with meat. <laughs> Corey, <clears throat> I feel like this whole episode was leading up to that line. <laughs> I feel like you wrote that down. I mean, you can look at his face and see that that is true. <laughs> yeah, I wrote it down. I didn't come with a spot at all. I had that one ready to go. <laughs> Listen, I don't I hate it. it. I, I don't hate it. it. Uh, stand I, by it. I will say nothing is grosser than watching this dog lick this human being's feet. And then it's followed up by the most ridiculous but hilarious death you've ever seen, where a woman gets beat to death with What a... was going Why did she do that? What was going through her mind? She's like, I want to make it a little bit harder on myself. She said, Well, I could stab her, but let's really go for it. Roughly <laughs> how long do we think that, that would take? With a lamb shank? Uh, she was on how uh, well done it was, I guess. Yeah, that would help. And you yeah. know, you know, old people really go well done on most things, so it's yeah. probably pretty hard. Um, I just, I and, just love that she had a full platter, a cornucopia, if you will, of 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 things adorning that lamb shank, just for her to make a little sandwich from it. <laughs> yes. Like, where, who are you, what did you do that for? And it looks like she was going to be making sandwiches for a few weeks. I mean, she it's going to take a while to get through that thing. Yeah. You live by yourself. It's obvious. You're watching. It's obvious. Wow, she can't treat you herself to, this... to a nice meal just because she's single. I would just be practical. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that dog has licked more than just her feet. Oh, God. <laughs> well, leave oh, it to you, Blake. No. <laughs> And a movie that goes too far sometimes. You've done it, sir. Probably her hands, maybe occasionally her face. Yeah. Thank you, Jill. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, Jill. <laughs> um. Let's, exactly Let's keep Jill. it above board. Good, yeah. Jill. <laughs> it's Mother's Day, for fuck's sake. And also, she was an elderly woman, so, you know. She's so brittle. She, she beats her to death with this meat. <laughs> Meanwhile... Birdie and Chip are trying to make sure that's not what she's doing because they still are like, she's not doing that. And also, Scotty is watching from afar and he fully sees her do it. So she gives chase to Scotty. Meanwhile, Chip and Birdie fully see the aftermath of the meat death and are now convinced that she's a murderer. Yes. Took a while. <laughs> yeah. They, t- they take chase. She carjacks a car. Uh, they end up at a bar where a band by the name of Camel Lips wearing full-on prosthetic camel toe bikini thing or pants. I love it. Are are playing. And this is the band L7, by the way. And uh, I don't know if you remember the song Pretend We're Dead, but real band. Oh. I thought I recognized oh. them a little, their sound, so that's kind of cool. Well, next to Taylor Swift, L7. It's Jill's band. Yeah. <laughs> we love Elsa, and uh, basically she catches up to Scotty and lights him on fire. I absolutely love Scotty on stage. Death. Yeah, on stage in front of everybody, <laughs> of everyone. When he finally just stops moving, and then the band member spits the alcohol on him just to set him on fire. <laughs> that's that's cool. amazing. Cool. Poor Scotty. It yeah, she really like she she leans Scotty into it for years. And can we talk about Scotty Kathleen Turner? Know fucking Jackie Joyner Kersey down that sidewalk. 
She is hoofing it. Oh, she is. <laughs> it oh. was wild watching her do that. I had to remind me who that was. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, she's a very famous Olympian. Uh, not canceled, as far as I know, as of Mother's Day 2023. <laughs> yeah. We just can't believe you know any athletes. <laughs> God damn it, that's good. <laughs> three, yeah, if the three of us name one athlete, we prove you're wrong, right, Plane? Uh, that's it, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let me think of one. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, five seconds. Uh, Joe Montana. <laughs> Joe Montana. <laughs> Caitlin. You mean Joe Montana? Gonna go Montana. <laughs> no, I mean Joe Montana, the actor. Um, Thank you for hearing all right. that, by the way. <laughs> I heard you say Caitlin Jenner. You say Caitlin Jenner. But Caitlin Jenner's not an athlete. What? Technically. Uh, excuse me. She has a gold medal. From the Olympics in 1972. And um, <laughs> in the decathlon, I believe. Is that correct? I will say, I don't think the trophy says Caitlin. That's what I'm saying. It's her Whoa. dead man. It's the <laughs> Well, let's not. You have, to be care- you, have, you have to be careful with that. We're not going to dead name her. But it might not say Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you got to be careful. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Anyway, so then after Scotty I'm dies, hum that one. <laughs> Get it off. So yeah, Happy after, after Day, Scotty Caitlin. dies, she's oh, she's Christ. fully arrested at this point and on trial. And this trial is the wildest thing at this movie. A movie of full of wild things. And I loved every second of it. Let me tell you something. When it, this might have been my favorite part of this entire movie when. Her attorney gets up and he's giving this impassioned speech, talking about how long he's known her, Sam Waterston, and she's losing her shit, writing th- something on the legal pad. The attorney looks at it in the biggest letters possible. Juror number eight is wearing white shoes after Labor Day. That is the funniest fucking thing I've seen in a it's long so time. That part is my mom. She is losing it the whole time. Oh no. I love it. Like she'll be smiling and happy, and then just out of the side of her eye, see those white shoes, and so enraged. Her psychosis is now full tilt. <laughs> and the introduction of Timothy Naselrod. How could we forget? How could we forget? <laughs> Why? Attorney Why Naselrod. <laughs> da da or Naselrod. <laughs> oh God. And we should also mention that by the time of this trial. Um, it's also become headline news, and they're going to do a made-for-TV movie about Beverly. Starring Suzanne Summers, The real Suzanne <laughs> Summers, of course. By the way, I will argue the second biggest star that John Waters has ever worked with. I mean, it's Suzanne Summers. I love Suzanne Summers, but did we just gloss over juror number eight? We, no, we didn't gloss over it. We full-on mentioned it. No, not that You're I talking about who it who is. she is. Yeah. Yes, we did. I swear, I almost just... I know you almost hurt somebody, Joel. That's why I wanted to jump in. I want to talk about her shoes again. I was. It felt like for a second. Did you notice like... the tone? Like. <laughs> well, we didn't talk about it yet, so, so yeah. It did like, feel like for a second that Jill was going to say, "Hey, are we going to talk about those white shoes that That's I was wearing?" What I thought you said. I was like, <laughs> "We just talked about that." No, but I know it. So, uh, Corey, do you know who juror number eight is? I'm actually stumped here. What we're t- what are we talking about? Uh, juror number eight, which is uh, White Shoes After Labor Day. Okay. She is yeah. Patty Hearst. 
That's Patty oh. fucking Hearst. It's Patty Hearst. <laughs> did not did not it realize that. It blew okay. my mind when I saw that she was in this movie. I forget that is her. And I was like, who is that again? I looked her up and said, oh, yeah, that's right. Apparently, she Damn. and John Waters have like a... So, for anybody who doesn't know, John Waters has a big fascination with true crime, which is a big reason he wanted to do this movie. Uh, <laughs> fun fact... Uh, think it was the premiere night of this movie was the night that uh oj simpson's white bronco took off so what? yeah and then that became the trial of the century much like serial mom speaking oh. of the jenners god damn it you're wow. right full circle <laughs> come back around mm. huh I did not. That's 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 kind of funny. I did not realize that was Patty Hearst. Patty Hearst herself. Yeah, that's her. Oh, very neat. Speaking of the Kardashians, <laughs> let's let's stick her in this. Yeah, it's <laughs> so funny. I he has like this. We he has a fascination with true crime and people who have been involved in all that kind of stuff. So it's he, so essentially after she talks about the white shoes, her lawyer go goes ahead with his argument that she's insane, yeah. that she's clinically insane. And uh, she doesn't like that, so she she files to to you know stand for herself. To um, what am I trying to say? Represent represent herself. herself? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Not stand for herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and the, of course the judge says you shouldn't do that. That's dumb because it always is. But she's got some cards up her sleeve. Some wild cards. Uh, some real wild cards. Now, Blaine, uh, what does the judge say? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> What was that wrong? No, no, that wasn't it. <laughs> no, uh, I think he says uh, anyone who ha- represent themselves has a fool for a client. Ah, uh, yes, yes, that old yeah. adage. Um, so yeah, she has some tricks up her sleeve, don't she, Core? Don't she? Yeah, core? What, that, that is what I said. And <laughs> thanks, thanks. Every witness that they bring up, she has some sort of way to completely foil them with the with the stoner really honestly the stoner kind of, kind of i don't know so if much. beverly had to do much no. yeah she didn't do much she didn't do much of anything with her she's just she's just a complete dumb shit and let's not forget her hair, her hair. Mm. i don't think it's fair to blame weed for her problems <laughs> she's she's got deeper issues i agree <laughs> um so yeah uh, she she's a worthless witness one of the witnesses is basically in the middle of their testimony. Suzanne Summers walks in and completely distracts everyone. I can't remember which witness it was. It was Mike, uh, the younger. It was the younger cop. The younger cop. Yeah. Yep. Um, the older cop. She <laughs> with the most insane thing. Now this was uh, out of left field and incredible. <laughs> I yeah. Love this. Fi- she 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 mentions that well they went through her trash. So she went through his trash and found a magazine, a very specific magazine, a Chicks with Dicks magazine. <laughs> Gus and Sloppy found this in his trash. and <laughs> Oh, man. Gus and Sloppy found a gold mine. <laughs> yeah. And listen, it's all in line delivery because the way Kathleen Turner leads up to it is very calm. And then she ends with, because we found Chicks with Dicks. <laughs> and again, great work. Great work. Great work. Yeah. Oh, and then she gaslights the absolute shit out of Dottie and makes her crazy, which was, <laughs> which was just 
Chef's kiss, honestly. I mean, it's great. I love that, and I love her examination of Rosemary. Yep. <laughs> Who, the the turn on Rosemary. Rosemary, do you recycle? No. <laughs> and then everyone in the court. Everyone <laughs> loses Rosemary. their shit. <laughs> She's um, not a credible witness anymore. Get her out. They even, they even bring up the guy from the stalls. And Beverly just starts fucking flapping. <laughs> Jill almost threw up in this scene. It is pretty not, gross. Not it's, it's wild. It's it's borderline. It too, was too like much. making a noise too. Oh, I don't remember that. But... No, it very much was. It was. Ooh, yes. I don't like that. I do love that they had. No, you don't like it. Oh, you thank you, Corey. Um... <laughs> I do love they had to retrieve him from the bathroom, which he was once again writing, you know, yeah. writing something yeah. on the wall. <laughs> he was right back at it. And he was like, can you give me a minute? Okay. <laughs> he is sweating so fast on the stand. Just, wow. I mean, she really, she really tapped into his kink immediately. <laughs> she figured out how to, get, how to get what she needed. And it all boils down. Did I miss anyone? I don't think so. I think that's but everybody. It, it boils down to her being acquitted of all the charges right there and then. <laughs> Fastest, just in and out trial. The jurors all sided with her. I will say the another great line delivery is that juror that delivers the not guilty verdict, who's so happy to deliver it. Not guilty. <laughs> not guilty. Where are the 900 people <laughs> that saw her light Scotty on fire? Oh, fire. The crazy oh, thing. They, no, they were all, they were all in, into it. <laughs> they, yeah. They're not going you guys, this is this is a true story. Oh well, they no. said it's based on a true story. It's a, How could we forget that? Bill? We didn't, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't say even that at the it. beginning. It does say that this is a true based on a true story, <laughs> which is really funny. It's pretty. Funny. I love that they did that because it could do. not be a more ridiculous tale. Yeah, <laughs> I I honestly was was I, I bought that hook line and sinker. I was like, okay. Oh, so in we the first did scene, too. I was like. Oh, First, I love yeah. that. We were like, oh, so what's the real story behind it? Yeah, after we went off, we looked it up. I was like, oh, it's yes. not real at all. It's fake. Well, <laughs> I love that you followed through that long, though. I, <laughs> well, true story. I thought that, you know, you know, Candy Montgomery, they're making those shows about her. She, like, axed her friend to yes. death, like, 78 times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that this might have been what they were doing, because it would have probably been in the 80s, so... I was like, oh, is this a Kenny Montgomery thing? It's not at all. Mm-hmm. Um, that that story is very sad and fucked up. Um, so that was what was going on in my mind the first five minutes. Well, I, I'll guarantee this. If there's a podcast about that murder, I will be listening to it. Uh, <laughs> uh, you like the murder podcast? I didn't realize that was your vibe. Corey, we got to talk. Love some, love some murder podcasts. Uh, <laughs> nothing weird. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, uh. Uh, no so she gets acquitted and the first thing she does is she says i gotta go talk to jury number eight and about those goddamn shoes Uh, and she tries her hardest to convince beverly that it's it's okay Mm -hmm. you know they changed that whole that changed that whole thing you can Fashion's different. Said, I was really rooting for you. Fashion's different now. <laughs> no. No. It hasn't. You need to die. Beats her to death yeah. with a phone. <laughs> one thing I did take a lot. I, I, those phones aren't like no well, more than they might have been heavier. Life. They might have been heavier there. That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those are some heavy courtroom phones. 
Um, now, I couldn't figure out if Kathleen Turner is tall or is Patty Hearst short because she towers over Patty Hearst. I think Kathleen Turner is tall. She seems tall. I can see that. Um, but yeah, so she beats this woman to death and then she finally meets up with Suzanne Summers, who will be playing her on TV and let Suzanne Summers know that that's her bad side. <laughs> oh yeah. She fucking freaks out for a second there. Yeah. <laughs> and then Suzanne Summers gives the performance of her life, just staring at Beverly and, uh, the caption reads, uh, Beverly refused to cooperate during the film. <laughs> of course she did. <laughs> uh, and meanwhile, of course, that the body of the juror number eight is discovered immediately. Immediately. And, and <laughs> but she didn't do it. She didn't do that one either. No. No. Uh, all in all, great time. It's a great time. Great time. It's wild. But, but good, good, good pick, Andrew. We liked it. Oh, thank you. Thank you for the two thumbs. <clears throat> Gross. <laughs> what just happened here? <laughs> I definitely wasn't judging anyone. <clears throat> All right. Well, I don't understand what's going on with you, but we're going to take a break to have you figure He's, that out, and we're going to come back, we're going to hit... The desk clapping lost it a thumb for me. He's sad that we didn't give it two thumbs up. Actually, I think... <laughs> I'm very, I'm just actually happy that you gave it one thumb up, because I didn't know what the reaction was going to be. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, you... Asshole. I can't wait till one of us just recommends a movie that's just absolute dog shit. Oh, yeah. I, I've got a few I can do. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait. <laughs> well, I, I can't. I honestly can't wait either, Corey. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's take that break. And when we come back, we're going to judge this thing. Let's do it. And welcome back to Judgment. Andrew's already laughing. What, what's so funny, Andrew? Tell us. Tell the we, tell the whole class. We scared the shit out of Jill with our clapping. That's what happened. That's why you guys got to do that? Why why you why you got to clap so aggressively that so Jill gets startled by your clap? Why you bother Jill? Leave her alone. <laughs> she has to do work while we're doing the shit. It's Mother's Day. It's my Mother's Day. Yeah. It's Mother's Day, y'all. Leave Jill alone. <laughs> That'll be our tagline. <laughs> so we've got some awards to give out for this movie. And these are our horror awards. So let's talk about them. We're going to start off with our Creepshow Award. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with Blaine. Blaine, who's the creepiest Creepshow that ever creeped? Uh, it's Beverly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but the, you're not wrong. The it's her demeanor that's so creepy. How she's just no, nothing's wrong at all, and then just switch flip, and then right back to normal. So Beverly's demeanor is my creep show award. Kathleen Turner perfectly cast in this movie. So good. I so just good. love yeah. Kathleen Turner. There's... I do too. Something about her. There's never been a moment where I'm like, ooh, Kathleen Turner. I'm like, oh my god. Let's watch it. Kathleen Turner's in it. I love it. She's great in uh, the Showtime classic uh, Californication. You know, I never watched don't it. remember her being in that. All, really I, actually, all I remember I remember Duchovny and that's it. Hmm. She's pretty good. 
Man, I that I don't remember anything about that show. <laughs> I just really want you to drop that line now. <laughs> you want me to say that line? Yeah. Uh, well, she's she's Charlie Runkle's boss for. A, I remember season. Charlie Runkle now. Thank and you for she, saying that. She, I remember. She, uh, she says, "Hey, Charlie, you ate this pussy like your mama made it." <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. So yeah. gross, but I love it so much. Uh, for, for another really blue thing, I was watching a clip of Veep, and Jonah said maybe the most fucked up thing I've ever heard, but it made me laugh. He was at the, I don't know if y'all watched Veep, but he was at yes. the, he was at like a kid's school, and he gets a phone call. He's like, how am I doing? I'm eating so much pussy, I'm shitting clits. <laughs> and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that show has a bunch of great lines i it does i did love that show so much she is dtf diverticulitis flare-up <laughs> that's another one i might rewatch. honestly uh, it'd probably be more fun after the shit show that is our world anyway yeah it might Andrew. actually be fun to watch uh yeah my favorite uh, kathleen turner movie is war of the roses with michael douglas <laughs> great anybody ever seen that great pick Dane DeVito directed nobody? Nope. nope. I'm putting Sorry. it on a list somewhere. It's going to be in one of our <laughs> competitions. It's be on uh, the bottom of the list. Now, Corey, my biggest creep show. Oh. Uh, I know. It's so aggressive. And on Mother's Day. <laughs> um, so my biggest creep show has got to be that fucking Rosemary. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and she's got a weird eye. Oh, she you does. the eye? She does. Uh. She's also one of those ladies... That is probably forty years old, but reads as sixty-three. Is she, okay, is she, is she in Groundhog Day? I don't. I, I don't know. I she honestly, looks familiar. But I don't know what else she's been in. The character of a Rosemary, probably yes. There's a Rosemary. In in There's a Rosemary yeah. character. Don't know about the actor. We've all known a Rosemary. Every town has a Rosemary. I know her baby. I give you actually. Oh, I love uh... her baby. The most beautiful eyes I've ever seen. Uh, Hell's I, know of, yeah. <laughs> I know of the other three quarters of the Simon and Garfunkel song. Uh, <laughs> all right, everybody hold, on. everybody hold on. We did know a sage. We did oh. know a sage. I knew a time. What? Was he the very keeper? Corey. <laughs> We have been warned. Can't, we can't do it. We, we can't have do been it. warned. <laughs> can't do it. Yep. Cannot do it. I, I, Blaine is like a like a like a tiger over there. He just got in like a really a feline stance all of a sudden just because I oh, wow. dared to mention. <laughs> I know what just happened. We, yeah. We've now talked you know how about I it. Feel. Corey, he wrote it down. That's how serious it is. Yeah. Serious. We're both getting right. a demerit. That's what's happening. <laughs> My aggressive tiger stance. <laughs> All right. Now that everybody's turned this podcast off. um, Because of y'alls. Comments. Because of y'alls. Where are we at? Creep show you, implied that, you implied that a dog licked a woman's pussy earlier. I don't know what we're saying. <laughs> that was very clear. Words? That wasn't an inside joke at all. <laughs> we all knew what I was talking about. My creep show. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Jill. Go ahead. Goes to that scene where Scotty is on the roof 
watching her mm. murder. What's her face? Uh, lamb shank. Yeah, the lamb. Mm-hmm. The lamb shank. <laughs> lamb shank. Oh, lamb and shank. And then she like turns and sees that Scotty saw her do that oh, murder. Yeah. That scene kind of creeped me out. Same old lamb yeah. shank. She got and him. Like, oh shit, she's got it. She got it, with Scotty. Scotty's next. Scotty doesn't know. Scotty didn't know. Mm, same time. We were there at the same time. <laughs> I did that about 15 minutes ago. Okay. All right, Blaine. We got it. <laughs> I don't know if anyone heard it, though. It's okay. It's okay. That's, that's yeah. fair. It happens it's to me all the time. It's fine. It's great. It's fine. I was just saying we were all there. And we did it. I, I mean, listen, part. sometimes Jill and Corey just take over the show, and we're just left with that. I get it. <laughs> often. All too often. This, the chemistry <laughs> they share. All too well. <laughs> Uh, Cole, well, my creep show? show, my creep shows Ralph Sterner for his fucking oh, dinner God, scene. That's really <laughs> all good. Day. That's all day. Great. The grossest really thing in this movie. And then he, the cherry on top, is he lets out the biggest burp ever after eating that's that cake. True. It's like, that's oh. true. I think also if you call your dentist at home, you're already a psychopath. One hundred percent. And then to eat that dinner on the same day that you go to the dentist. Yeah. <laughs> We all well, know he deserved it. He didn't even finish the dental procedure he was there for. Yeah. Nobody's no, he was, we forgot to mention that he was a big baby in the dentist chair. It's like, dude, you asked to be here. You know the pain. It's going it's gonna, to, you have yeah. to deal with this. I mean, let's, Sam Watterson should, start, should have started that conversation with, I will definitely come in. I will not give you anesthesia. <laughs> you make the I choice. Not, <laughs> I will not stab you with any needles. I will yeah. just start grinding immediately. <laughs> Your choice, buddy. <laughs> Take it or leave it. All right, Andrew. I'm going to start to you for this dumb bitch. Who is it? Boy, I got to give this dumb bitch to that bastard Scotty. Look, mind your business. Mind your business. You want to get killed. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Put your seatbelt on. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, 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 that's fair. Driving a fast car, <laughs> easy. You know what I thought about when you said that? Uh, Chase Chapman. Yep. I think if you ever hear fast car, you hear Chase Chapman. I do immediately, one hundred percent. How long it took me to convince Blaine that that song was sung by a woman? Not, it's not too long. Cause it, it, was, it was we, very long. We looked it up. Listen, I was like, hey, that is a woman. For years, I the doctor thought was Tracy Chapman was a man. <laughs> Just gonna be honest. Not a man. I'm a, I'm actually happy that it's a woman. <laughs> man. I mean, if you listen to the lyrics, it uh, clearly is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Unquestionable. I knew the whole time. Yeah, thank good you, song. Corey. Um, good song. Good song. <laughs> Love that song. You're right. Me and Corey right. do have impeccable chemistry. I know. I <laughs> should guys. kick you guys I off would... the podcast. <laughs> I, I wish the audience could see when you two get together in a room just how you can't stop talking to each other, complimenting each other. Real thing from others. It's just wild. It's wild. Yeah. Hi, you nailed it right on the head. Yeah. Well, Jill, go, Jill, you go ahead then. Tell us about your dumb bitch. My dumb bitch was Ricky Lake for. <laughs> yeah. You Misty. know. Everything about Carl for uttering the line. He says, if I lose weight, he'll take me to the beach. 
And saying that enthusiastically, I'm just like, you're a you're a dumb bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, Misty, that is a blood red flag. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of there. <laughs> that was a very genuine dumb bitch. Like yeah. Yeah. I mean, quite. I, I, I also went kind of literal with my dumb. I'm, I took yours, your uh, creep show. I did Rosemary, Andrew, because she's dumb. <laughs> she, she, Beverly is easily fooling her this whole time. And even when she's seeing things for her, with her very own eyes, she's creeping everywhere. But Beverly all, all is just tricking her every step of the way. Uh, she's dumb. And she also is the worst. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. All day. I had uh, Ralph Sterner, but since you eviscerated him in your creep show, I'm going to go with the police. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll definitely give you that. We had her. You guys could have saved a few lives. mm -hmm. (laughs) Just walk in and get her. Just just take her. Everyone was orderly. (laughs) No one was in your way. (laughs) You had a whole fucking aisle to walk down. There's some... I I, re- I truly don't understand what they were thinking there. Mm. Anyway, well, so we've got our final award. We've got our final cut award. This really, this made the final cut. And I'm going to start with Jill on this one. Jill, what was your final cut? My final cut was the courtroom leg flapping under the table. <laughs> <laughs> that made me so deeply uncomfortable that I had to that? look away from the screen. <laughs> oh, no. That was the noise. I didn't maybe. hear that at all. <laughs> I don't know how you didn't hear it. It was there for sure. But then again, I watched it on Disney Plus, so I don't know. <laughs> what would the subtitles would have said with that? Well, let's turn it back on. Everybody will be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Disney would have added it in like a Boing sound. Boing, 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 boing. <laughs> that would have been even worse, I think. <laughs> yeah. I... Not good. Like, guys, what have you done? <laughs> what have you done? An accordion All right. between her knees. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's just <laughs> a bagpipe also. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It's a real breather. <laughs> uh, all right, Blaine. What? A, yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, the, <laughs> I'm the bathroom graffiti guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of pointless. And or, that would take out my scene. Well, that, not even that. Just... just the bathroom part. But if he's not in the movie, like, yeah. that takes my scene out. So, so okay. give him a different give him a different role. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm blind her. Come up with a new one <laughs> right now. <laughs> oh, being well, Jill wants her scene out, so. Yeah. Fine. I mean, yeah, go ahead. Just take out. I mean, if. This Without the ending scene, it doesn't need to be in anyway. <laughs> this movie's so crazy, like picking something to be cut is a little weird because it all is just ridiculous and kind of lends itself to make the movie as a whole even more ridiculous. I completely agree. Yeah, I see what you're saying. In a movie where it really doesn't matter if everything connects, right. what do you cut? You yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. So that's So is anything gross you out or freak you out or Turn you on. Turn me on, I mean. Did you see how thin... What's her name? Continue. What's her name? I Mink? mean, you gave an answer. I did. Yeah, you can have that answer. It's totally... <laughs> I don't know why I have to change it, Andrew. Andrew's forcing me to do <laughs> you, something. You don't have to change it. 
you're acting as if I'm stalling to try and really figure out mine. <laughs> I'm tired of you trying to do that. No what one would name? ever accuse you of that. Mink Crow? Oh. Mink, uh, Mink Shaw? What was her name? Mink Shaw? Mink, Mink Stoll? Mink Stoll. Mink Stoll. <laughs> I was close. A Mink Shawl is like... Mink Shawl is her sister. <laughs> yeah. You've never met the Mink sisters. Well, for same first names. Same first names. names. Yeah. Different last names. Yeah, same person. Uh, just for comedic effect, then, we're throwing it to you, Andrew. What do you got? Perfect, Corey. Thank you. I've been waiting <laughs> to deliver. I can't believe this made the final cut. Um, so my... Uh, this made the final cut, question mark. <laughs> I mean, you just going to keep rearranging the I can see the, that you're on the edge of, of your seat, dying to give this answer. I'm holding this he's, notebook. He's, edg- he's edging on the edge of his seat. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. These chairs are made of velvet. <laughs> yeah, you're going you're gonna to leave something behind. Don't do that. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Tired of being shamed. I almost don't want to tell you my answer. <laughs> We know. Yeah. You, for a fact, we know that. I just, I don't even know. But, you know. Ghost dad. <laughs> that, again, that might be my favorite part of this whole movie. But if you're looking from a, pure, from a purely political viewpoint, yeah, that probably should be cut from now at this point. She Although, does the Ghost joke dad. work better now? I think it does. Yeah, it definitely yeah. does. It definitely does. She's a villain, so of course she'd support Bill Cosby. So. Yeah. And doesn't believe the accusers. Um, I love that she's a villain in this movie. She's, she's technically not. She didn't rewind her movie and got killed with a lampshade. Listen. You fucking bitch. Jill and I have worked in somewhat of a customer service industry. And when you don't do little things, you want to kill somebody. There you go. Yeah. That's a good so, point. so what I would cut out of this movie is... Uh, Anyway, so mm-hmm. wow, the dead air. We love it. Uh, a, a better porno <laughs> for uh, Sky to be watching. Hey. All right, guys, guys, be quiet. Be quiet. Mm. Here we yeah, go. Great idea, guys. Here we go. Let's, let's hear it. Anyway, I'm probably gonna go with the porno Scotty was watching. I think we could do a little better. <laughs> you got a nice little cut there. <laughs> Thank you, Corey. Um, Very good. Very yeah. smart. You had that answer ready cool. to go. I know. Wow. Yeah. You wow. Must have this really quick. Hit that porno. Listen, I, mean, I, I can't believe what, I didn't think of that one. Yeah. I know. I get what John Waters is going for, but eh, kind of creeped me out. Um. Yeah. What's next? <laughs> Corey's turn. Corey, did you did you go? I did not go yet. Oh, it's hilarious That's to think fine. that we could have just skipped Andrew. We could for a moment, <laughs> but he got it so quick. Yeah, but why would we? Because he was so ready. Yeah, I know. He was so ready. Duh. Uh, I'm gonna give it to the opening, just because I think it could have been better. I thought it. Was, I thought it was the weakest part of the movie. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm, good one. No, I. I'm just kidding. Is that what you're doing? I kind of loved wow. the. I kind of loved the beginning. I do too, because it was such a. Uh, it took you down a different road than you thought you were going down. I don't know. I can agree with Corey. I didn't ever think that she was actual June Cleaver because it's in the title of the movie. She's obviously going to be a murder. So, yeah. like, did we need to? It, it just seemed. It didn't feel. It didn't. It purposely felt fake, and I understand what he was doing, but it felt so overhanded 
more that more so than anything else in the movie of the craziest things I've ever seen. I was like, this is just dumb. This we, is just dumb. We get it. You two are best friends. You're always going to be on each other's side. <laughs> I understand. Fine. Uh, well, I think uh, history will agree with me here, Andrew. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I don't know what that means either. You know? Are you gonna um, kill Neither do I. For that <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I wasn't even going that route. I wasn't either. I think okay. all I blamed was. <laughs> oh, yeah, me either. I wasn't going that route. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I would never. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Happy freaking Mother's Day. Corey just laughs at the microphone and says, You're I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> just drives to where you are. Yeah. <laughs> Can you come outside real quick? <laughs> All right. All right. Let's talk about our scoring. We're going to start with scare factor. Now, this is going to be pretty tough. I'll start because, uh, no, it's not a scary movie at all. It's barely a horror movie. It is kind of, but it's more of like a cult, silly comedy. It's a black comedy. It's a black comedy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give it a one. Okay. I agree. I agree. Oh, Blaine. One, one for me as well. Not right. scary. Not scary. Fun. A- Andrew, do you concur? Uh, I think you're both insane. This was frightening. A Christian woman going around murdering people. <laughs> uh, no, it's my, a one. It, oh, my stars and garters. <laughs> it, it's a one for sure. There's nothing scary about this movie. It's But it's still a great time. Yeah, Jill, what do you think? I also gave this movie a one. Across the board. We just, not, we knew. Not very scary. Mm-hmm. There's no other score for this movie in that, mm-hmm. in that category. Yep. But what about suspense? Mm. Ah. Here's where the tables turn. Okay. <laughs> An argument can be made. Andrew, go ahead and tell us. All right. Uh, I'm going to give this movie a whopping one. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I was on the edge of my seat at all. So, but I have seen it before. So there you go. Um, I will say you could argue the only real suspenseful moment is where you think she's going to kill Scotty, but she goes to the Sterners. Other than that, you kind of know her every move. <laughs> um, this is true. But on that alone, I still am going to give it a one. <laughs> it's not suspenseful. <laughs> I mean, I suppose you could argue when, uh, She's hiding in the closet, and they're moving the clothes, and then she suddenly appears. And you see the rat box move first? Yep, see that first. But other than that, I can't think of anything. I'm sticking with a one. Is that swaying you at all, Blaine? I gave it a two. Okay. For that one, and like when she's creeping up behind um, Carl in the bathroom. Like, what is she about to do? How is she going to kill this guy? There's a couple other moments where you're like, I mean, the the chase with Scotty in the car, that's kind of suspenseful. Uh, a little silly, but had some suspense elements, so two for me. I don't know if you guys caught it. When she's chasing Scotty in that van, and she drives by her family in the car, and she turns and waves. Yes. yes. I love that. <laughs> yeah. This is an absolute lunacy. Just sweet. Yeah. Sweet mom waves. It's just sweet. <laughs> well, Jill, do you land with Blaine or do you land with us? I am actually with Blaine. I gave it a two. Hey, all Not right. Not because I was like, 
oh my god, what's she gonna do? This is so scary. But I was just like, who is she gonna kill next? Because her reasons for killing them were so random and crazy that mm-hmm. I was like, I never knew who the hell was gonna be the next person she was gonna kill. It's almost weird she doesn't kill Dottie Hinkle. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> or maybe it's more fun to terrorize her. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe. Her Well, she's about to kill so Rosemary. Fast. I do remember she was she was gonna kill Rosemary, but she got sidetracked. Well, when she saw Rosemary just doing the worst fucking things ever with trash, I mean, <laughs> can you imagine? Who would who wouldn't want to kill her? Yeah. You deserve to die for this. Yeah. I was, All right, yeah, let's I was talk not about our, like on the ooh. edge of my seat, but like I also didn't have the end figured out by any means. <laughs> so a little would? suspenseful. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is out of nowhere, nowhere ending. I would have <laughs> never thought that it went that way. Um, all right, let's talk about plot slash characters. I'll open up here. I think she's great. Uh, I I think that Sam Watterson is good. Uh, He's not doing a whole lot, but I love that he's obsessed with the death penalty every chance it comes up. (laughs) Um, Some of the characters are great. You got to give it up for Sloppy and whatever the other guy's name was. Gus. Got to give it up for them. They're great. Um, But big negative points to Misty, Dottie, Rosemary. Um, They're pretty, pretty terrible. I do like the cameos, though. Found out about Betty <laughs> Hurst. That's pretty fun. And of course, Suzanne Summers and and we mentioned. Um, oh, I've already forgot her name. That's that stinks. Oh no! What's her face? Tracy Lords. Oh, okay. <laughs> How could you forget of all people, Corey? Tracy Lords. Tracy Lords. Um, I am going to say the plot is pretty fun. I had a good time with the plot. It's all over the place. I'm going to give this a three on the plot alone. If if the plot was bad, I'd give it a two, but the plot is just so much fun. I'm going to give it a three. Okay. What about you? What about you, Blaine? I gave it a two. Hmm. What is this, Andrew? (laughs) Hmm. Disapproving. I didn't say that. You didn't sound similar Hmm. at all. You sounded like Mrs. Potts. Oh. That's what Andrew sounds like to me. Hmm. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, no. You are a British piece of... Uh, Angela Lansbury. Yes. Uh, no, uh, similar reasons to Corey. The characters were stupid. She was great. Plot was silly and fun. I think two is uh, fine. Two is fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. You're right. It is. Joe, what do you say? give this movie a three for plot slash characters just you know she's a fun character i love sam watterson and everything so Mm -hmm. he was fun plot was fun i gave it a three i love it andrew tell us andrew's giving it a four i love kathleen turner i think she is stellar in this movie i I'm going to make a controversial statement here. I'm not sure who was nominated that year for Best Actress. Now, they probably deserve to win, but I'm sure there was someone you could throw out and throw Kathleen Turner a nomination for Serial Mom. Um, for sure. 
That's a gamble. It's a game. I mean, <laughs> knowing that it's just an acknowledgement, she's not going to win. I'm sure you could throw somebody off that top five and put uh, <laughs> Kathleen in there. They don't like putting horror stuff in the in the Oscars. They won't do it. Oh, tell me about said, it. A lot of people said Tony Collette should have won for Hereditary. Corey? Still to this day, people are dying on that hill. I, oh, I'm on that fucking hill. Top of it. She should have won yeah. that year. She was great. Well, she was maniacal in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about acting. A little, uh, a little. Uh, we've touched a little bit on it, but let's get specific with our acting. And uh, Jill, lead us off on the acting score. I gave the acting a three, mostly for Kathleen Turner. Yeah. Because the way she just switches, and she's she's so fun. Now, Corey, here's the thing. When you asked about plot slash character, um, I might have uh, connected that with the acting category, not because I forgot what all these categories are or anything. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, you did, you've done that historically as well. Oh, thanks, boy. Um, so, <laughs> salt on the wound. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's when you make that. You're like, oh yeah, I'm giving it to Kathleen Turner. She should have got a best actress nomination. <laughs> you did. Literally All right, guys, our acting. next category is acting, and I said, oh yeah, we do have that oh, category. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, assume you're gonna go with a four. Yep, right? four on that one as well. Um, got it. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, resting on the laurels of Kathleen Turner, I'm gonna give this a three because everyone else kind of stunk. Sam's good. Um, no one else really. Stands out as solid, though. Unfortunately. Yeah. And that's fine, because it's all about her, so who cares? Agreed. Who cares? Who cares? Blaine? I gave it a two. Speaking of who cares. I mean, she is good. (laughs) Wow. But there's a bunch of other characters in the movie. So she, (laughs) they bring the average down. She's phenomenal. And you know what? Andrew, we could have thrown out Stockard Channing from the 94 uh, nominees. What was she? Six Degrees of Separation? Oh, yes, we definitely could have thrown her out of that. Get out, Get out of there. <laughs> Get out of there, Stockard Channing. Stockard. I love that's what you were doing. <laughs> who, by the way, who was the winner that year? Holly Hunter. Oh, the piano. Holly the piano. Hunter. Who Deserved. beat Angela Bassett for What's Love Got to Do It? That, that oh. is a huge tragedy in the world. I'm going to be honest with you. If you were to ask me who was better that year, Holly Hunter and the Piano or Angela Bassett, 100% Angela Bassett was the better one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never seen what? either of those movies. I haven't seen either, so I, I just... We're going to sit this one up. <laughs> I've just, I, I just heard great things about uh, Angela Bassett. <laughs> Always hear great things about Angela Bassett. That's the thing. That's her. She's a career... Great. Stout. Yeah. She... She's been great in everything. I mean, if you guys have never seen Wayne to Exhale, which everyone in the world should, she kills it in that movie. Uh, actually planning, planning on watching it soon. Good, good. Everyone falls in love sometime. Oh. Shoop, shoop. Shoop, shoop. Thank you. All right. Did everybody go? Yes. Jill, did you go? <laughs> I did. I started it. Love it. All right, let's move into our final score, entertainment value. And uh, I feel pretty confident where you're going, Andrew, so go ahead and lead us off. It's a five. 
Love yeah. it. Love this movie. Had a great time. Pure entertainment. I I almost completely agree with you, but I'm going to give it a four. Cool. Just because some of the acting took me out. But that's okay. Still four. Hey, can't beat it, Corey. Love it. Yeah. Loved it. Had a great time. Chill. I also gave this movie a four. Hey. Huzzah. There were some moments that drug on for me, but overall I would watch it again. Blaine's uh, looking up. Is that wrong? Next, no. next year. Like a... Corey was just staring at <laughs> Corey really going to tell me Blaine. that's incorrect? <laughs> no. Uh, four's a great score. Corey would see if Blaine, Blaine agrees. I also gave it a four. All right. Here we go. It's fun. I love it. It is fun. It's a fun time at the movies. All right. So. Would watch again. Would watch again. I want to get Blaine's rank so far. Is Serial Mom better than Leprechaun? Mm. Uh, this is not a horror movie. So if we're, if we're saying what's the better horror movie, Leprechaun. Okay. Let's just say we're asking what movie you liked the best. This one. Okay. All right. Hands down. And where would you put April Fool's Day? In the middle. Okay. Oh, wow. Leprechaun dead last. All right. Uh, Jill, where are you at? I mean, none of these other movies have Jennifer Aniston, so. (laughs) That's true. I think Leprechaun's been the best movie so far. (laughs) All right. There we go. You know what someone did the other day? It was name a movie with, with each of the friends cast, but you can't repeat any. And I had the fucking hardest time. Ooh. With Lisa Kudrow and David Schwimmer, it's like My what God. fucking movies are they in? Easy A. That was that was the one that was pulled. Romeo and Michelle's Romeo Michelle. Michelle. Yeah, we got. Uh, I forgot about Romeo and Michelle. Damn. Easy. I would have trouble with Matt LeBlanc. What movie has he been? I got in? Lost in Space. Oh, Charlie's Angels. He's in Ed. Charlie's Ed. Angels. Ed. He's in both Charlie's Angels. Yeah. Um, Ed was the only movie I could think of. Other than that, Schwimmer was in a movie I think called The Paul Bear, and I. He was, oh, in that, he, yeah. was in, uh, he was in a seven days, seven nights with Anne Hache and uh, Harrison Ford. Boring. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not great. No, it's a bad movie. Uh, oh, Schwimmer was in uh, Band of Brothers. That's, that's a show. Yeah, TV show? Yeah, but I was trying to think of what movie he was in. Like He was like a commanding officer. By the way, Band of Brothers is a good show. Schwimmer should not have been cast in that role. That's all I have to say. Does a voiceover count? No, he was cast as a dipshit. I think so. You played it great. Oh, was that what it was? Yeah. I just couldn't buy that he had any authority to be like, you guys suck. I'm great. No, they were all like, you suck. You're not great. I should probably watch (laughs) You suck. You're not great. That's exactly (laughs) what they said. He didn't even go to war. He was just... It doesn't matter. Then he was properly cast in that role. Yes, it was, hey. it was great. <laughs> huh? What? He did a voiceover for Madagascar. Mm, that's right. Oh, what animal was he? I think it was the elephant. The is elephant? there an elephant Who? in there? He was a giraffe. A giraffe, that's right. Uh, that makes the most sense. David Schwimmer. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. So, yeah. Anywho, fun sorry times. to be realist. I thought it was kind of a fun Super movie. easy, Corey. I had a, I just had a lot of trouble with David Schwimmer and Lisa. For whatever reason, Lisa, I just see her from Friends, and it just like I completely blanked on Romy Michelle. Who's your and Matthew Perry? I said Lost in Space pretty quick. Matthew Perry. Oh, Matthew Perry. Hold on, yours. 
Full Nine Yards, Fools Rush In. Those are both fun movies. I actually, I, I no. love Full Nine Yards. What? It is fun. I love They're Full fun. Nine Yards. <laughs> it's like, no. 17 Incorrect. again. <laughs> I thought you were being facetious. That's my bad. <laughs> no, I like uh, it. <laughs> I do okay. like it. All right. I get to you. Almost Heroes. Okay, that's actually great. that's actually Love decent. Heroes. A lot of big that. fan. That okay. might be the best thing Matt LeBlanc or Perry's ever been in. Fell apart there. I'm sorry, that was my impression of Matthew Perry in the '90s. Well, all right, we did it, y'all. Fantastic! Another holiday of horror in the books. Yeah, I, I'm enjoying it. Uh, so I guess next time you'll hear a holiday of horrors, we're going to have to do uh, our next national holiday, Father's Whatever's Day. Whatever's next. <laughs> our next national horror day, whatever's next. Whatever we decide. Whatever it we very decide. well may be Father's Day, but it might not. Just it's stay all right. tuned and see. We definitely did not have a conversation right before the show of what the next one was going to be. It's probably yeah, well, we'll see. We'll <laughs> see. Another one of Andrew's picks, so maybe we're gonna pick our own, mm-hmm. and he has to just deal with it. Everyone is welcome to suggest something. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this guy, Empire Strikes Back. It's not a bad Father's Day. <laughs> it is a Father's Day. <laughs> All right. seen as we've, we've broken the horror. We've broken the horror thing already. Well, I, I was horrified when Luke got his hand cut off. Oh, scary. This movie is a horror movie in the same way So I Married an Axe Murderer is a horror movie. It's not. <laughs> but, I, but I love that movie. It's not. Who plays yeah, incorrect. the sister? Uh, I don't, I don't know her Goldberg. name. Whoopi Goldberg. Is it Whoopi? Okay, thanks. Uh, <laughs> is, it, is it Whoopi? <laughs> Academy Award winner Whoopi Goldberg, yes. Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Does she have an ego? She's got an ego. You're right. Yeah. Molly. Oh, that was Amanda Plummer. Oh, oh yes, it was. Uh, Molly, you're in danger, girl. Well, that's been that's, Holiday of Horrors, uh, and uh... <laughs> yeah, that was it. We did it, y'all. Uh, it was fun, Andrew. This was a good pick. We're having a little fun. But Thank you, Corey. We appreciate it. I feel enriched that I've seen this now. I'm very glad. And so, until next time, this has been Judgment. Judgment.